Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. Today we have a hand from a $5,000 World Poker Tour main event that took place in Jacksonville, Florida. Here we have pocket tens and a good tight aggressive kit elects to raise to 800 at 150-300 from third position. I call button cut hijack lowjack in the lowjack seat with pocket tens and a tightish guy also calls in the hijack seat. So I think a lot of people think that you have to mindlessly three bet with your best hands. And a lot of people think pocket tens falls very cleanly in that category. Also a tight aggressive guy called in the small blind. So we'd see the flop four ways. Um, but I think that you should be calling with a lot of your hands that are not good enough to withstand a four bet, especially when you are very deep stacked against generally tight players. So I think pocket tens is a nice hand to just call with. If I wanted to three bet here, and I may not even have much of a three betting range at all, I'd probably want to add in some hands like king nine suited, king 10 suited, king jack offsuit, ace jack offsuit, stuff like that. And I like to call with my hands like pocket jacks, pocket tens, pocket nines, ace queen, stuff like that. So flop comes seven, six, five, two clubs. I have two red pocket 10 or two red tens, small blind, tight, aggressive guy checks and the good tight, aggressive kid checks. There's one player yet to act in the hijack, another tight player. Should we value bets? with our pocket tens on seven, six, five. That's a tough question. And the reason it's tough is because if we bet and face much, much resistance at all, we're usually not going to be in such an amazing spot because quite often someone's going to have either a straight, a set, a good draw or two pair. And we lose to all that. There are some hands that we beat though, that can very realistically call our bet. So pocket eights and pocket nines will always call. 8-7 will always call. 8-6 will always call, although 8-6 is somewhat unlikely. And A7 and A6 and A5 will always call. Also, a lot of the random draws will just call, like an 8 or a flush draw. So I think there certainly is some value in betting. If I bet this hand multi-way like this and get raised, I'm not going to be happy at all, and I think I'm probably going to have to fold. So it sure is unfortunate when you get raised. So anyway, I bet 1800 into the two, into the 4000 pot and the tight aggressive guy calls in the hijack seat. I would probably prefer a bit larger of a bet if I was to play this hand today. If I were to play this hand today, if I was to if I, I was going to the park. I, I yes, yeah, so I was. <laughs> English is hard. And so we get a three of spades on the turn, which the board is now seven of clubs, six of clubs, five of spades, three of spades, two flush draws available. I have none of it. I could continue value betting, but here I think we probably just want to check to let the tight aggressive guy value bet with some worse hands for protection and also to allow him to bluff with his random eights. Notice he could just have a four and I'm going to be crushed. He could also have me beat with all the hands that, that beat me on the flop. But I think here, if I bet and get raised, I'm usually very unhappy. And I think some players will take a hand like king of clubs, nine of clubs, and decide to raise it on the turn because it has no showdown value and they could very easily just have a hand like seven, four suited, six, four suited, five, four suited, four, three suited, et cetera. So I think I like checking. If I am going to bet, I probably need to bet an amount that can still get called by worse made hands. And that is actually what I do this time. I bet 3,800 into the 8,000 pot. And we do get called again, but well, let's think about the merits of betting. If we think we're very rarely going to get raised, then betting's great. Because if I bet and get raised, I can easily fold because we can assume we're against a very good hand at that point. And also, if I bet 
and my opponent folds, very often he's folding out some amount of equity. I'm trying to think about hands that would actually fold on the turn. It's going to be stuff like A6 that has a decent amount of equity. So I don't mind the bet. It does protect versus some draws. The problem is, is that if we think we're going to get raised very often, betting becomes not a good play at all. So this is a situation where I think it is very player dependent. But I think if I was to be playing against a generic opponent who I didn't know anything about, who I thought was probably going to play well, I think I would much prefer check calling. And then on the river, we're probably stuck check calling a lot of the time there too. River's a two. I could go either way again on the river. If I think I'm very rarely going to get raised, then I think we should consider value betting. If I think our opponent may value bet a worse hand, but not call with it if I bet, like like um, A7, for example, that's a hand that may decide to value bet if I check, then maybe I should be checking this. But really, that's pretty optimistic to think A7 is going to bet. So I don't know. This is another spot where if I think, given my turn bet, it kind of makes me think that I didn't think this player was going to attack me aggressively. So if I don't think he's going to attack me aggressively, what I'm saying by checking is that I think he's all of a sudden now going to turn all of his missed draws like an eight, ace eight, something like that, into a bluff. And usually the players who I think are not going to attack me on the turn, I usually don't expect them to be overly aggressive on the river. So looking back at this, I'm not a big fan of this check. I think I probably should just continue going for value. Of course, I could be value betting myself. I could be value cutting myself where I'm value betting with a hand that is not good. But I do think we're going to be good more than 50% of the time when I bet and get called in this spot, especially if I don't bet too incredibly large. So taking a look at this, I, I do think a small bet would be fine, but also checking's fine. It's never really bad to check with your marginal made hands. I think it's a perfectly acceptable play. So I do check. It goes check, check. And when it goes check, check, I expect to win a bunch. And my opponent does have pocket eights for a pair plus a draw. And perhaps... If I knew my well, if I knew my opponent had exactly pocket eights, I would have just continued betting. But thinking I'm against a range of a lot of draws or very marginal made hands, I don't think there's a whole lot of merit in betting because if my opponent has a busted draw, he's always he's always going to fold on the river or raise, which is bad for me. And if he has a marginal made hand, he's often going to fold as well. So for that reason, I do think I like the river check. I'm I'm very happy with that play. So we end up winning a pretty nice pot in a spot where we were betting with a hand that. Could not get called by a whole lot of worse hands, but they did exist. And we were also betting with the idea that we weren't going to get raised too often. Notice a lot of players in the tightish guy's spot just raised with the pocket eights immediately on the flop because they think, oh, a pair and a, over, a pair and a straight draw. That's great. I'm raising. But a lot of competent players will not raise in the spot because they recognize correctly that if they raise and get much action, they're usually in bad shape. So this ain't worked out pretty well. I, I don't really see how it could have worked out much better for us besides perhaps betting the river, but for the reasons we discussed, betting the river is probably not ideal. So that's going to be that. That's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've learned a little bit about English, when to use was and were. <laughs> and be sure to check back next week for another episode.